the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here, Monday through Friday, on the Word Columbus at 1020 a.m., Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Okay, friends, today we are going to take a quick tour of Ohio schools, the bad, the bad, and the ugly, I would, is how I might phrase it, because some of what's being taught you will find pretty horrifying. And while these are isolated examples, I recognize and I know that there are still many good teachers and valuable lessons out there. There are also some totally radical teachers and reckless ideas, and they are poisoning these schools and the minds of many kids in many classrooms. So we're going to help parents to know what to look out for, and we are here to give you a heads up. So this is a rapid tour. Let's start with the Olentangy Schools, which is in Delaware County, just north of Columbus. Wow, there are so many bad reports of things going on in the Olentangy Schools. I don't know where to start, but let's do. They're totally on board with the diversity, equity, and inclusion nonsense with hiring people for those positions. And when we say that, our concern is that so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion is actually a mask most of the time for exclusive, inequitable, and truly racist 
material as well as immoral LGBTQ material being forced on our kids and mostly where there's no other viewpoint that's allowed to be communicated. This is from an Olentangy Schools parent, quote, Olentangy Local Schools is encouraging all elementary librarians to sign up for free books through harperscorner.org to promote diversity. This is concerning because the collection includes books focusing on LGBTQ topics for elementary students. The organization also promotes this collection with a cute rug for students to sit alone and read or look at books related to this topic. This organization was not board approved. Parents are not aware this organization is being introduced in their school. My first encounter with this organization was through Worthington Schools website, which has many LGBTQ concerns for the elementary student as well. No educator has the right to introduce this topic to to students without parent consent, unquote. So she brings out this problem in the Worthington schools as well. Okay. Okay. So back to Olentangy. This is yet a different mom in the Olentangy schools. Quote, my son, who is a seventh grader in Olentangy local schools, was asked in a classroom computer survey what his preferred pronoun is. He was 12 at the time of this survey, and parents were never notified ahead of time that our district would be asking 11 and 12-year-olds how they identify sexually. This was not a district-wide survey, and many of our teachers are operating from their own playbooks. Continuing to quote this mom, we also have an example from one of our high schools where a teacher advised students to inform the teacher if their pronoun preference is known at home and how they should be identified when the teacher calls home. Translation, do mom and dad know this about you? If not, then let me know if you would like me to help you hide this info about you when or if I ever need to call home. I'm still quoting the mom here. This set the foundation, allowing teachers to actively deceive a child's guardian. It also sets our district up for huge legal liability should that student choose to self-harm due to any possible mental struggles they have related to this very issue. Still quoting from this mom, we do have a policy against the administration of surveys to minors without the consent of their parent and guardian. Hmm. So the school violated its own policy is what she's saying. Okay, still quoting. My son was surveyed by computer as to how he identified sexually by asking him to provide his preferred pronoun. I would not be surprised if they write a new policy surrounding this issue, unquote. Yes, parents in Olentangy rise up and demand new policies and a review of what's going on in these elementary school libraries. So let's move to the Dublin schools. There's a video called Black Lives Matter Protests that was put out by a social emotional learning vendor called Brain Pop, and it was used in a fourth grade class at Abraham Depp Elementary in Dublin. The teacher is Jenna May. So I am quoting from uh, this parent now. She's the same teacher who made her class stand up at the beginning of the year and tell everyone what their preferred pronouns are. And BLM flags are in her room and were also on her Google Classroom. 
I have heard she removed the one on her Google Classroom after complaints. So still quoting from this mom, I have an acquaintance with a child in her class who has complained to the principal about her, and I have heard other parents have complained to the administration about her as well, but I am not aware that anything has changed. She did take the Brain Pop video and others off her Google Classroom for a while, but she has now put them back up again. So that's what that mom has to say. This is a teacher who has video material posted online in this Google Classroom that shows exactly where she stands. Black Lives Matter material and lots of it. Lots of LGBTQ books for kids. Lots of rainbow symbols, happy pride, cakes. It is truly nauseating when you realize the damage in a child's life that can come from this misdirection. So I will play an excerpt from that Brain Pop video on Black Lives Matter protests, if we have time, uh, that this grade school teacher in Dublin showed to her fourth grade class. It is classic propaganda where kids are given some valid information and then then a ton of extremely important information is apparently deliberately left out. So it ends up being a hardcore anti police video. And okay, we're still in Dublin here, Dublin schools. Remember the Youth Center Kaleidoscope that has been doing teacher training in Hilliard? And I've written a lot about that. There's a lot on our website about them. Well, we learned that they have a Dublin location. It's not part of the schools. It's a, uh, it's on the Dublin City website. And I just have to ask, are these people nuts? What are they thinking? They make it clear, the Kaleidoscope people do, that kids 11 and up can drop in and explore their interest in homosexuality or gender deviance. So you've got elementary school and certainly middle school teachers now promoting homosexuality and gender confusion. And a child can just hop on their bike and go over to the free after-school center, which requires no parental notification, in Dublin. And without their parents knowing about it, they can be off and running, socializing with older kids and adults who are openly homosexual or transgender. Wow. The reality is that these centers prey on kids many of whom are are attracted to their centers because they are marginally supervised and lonely. These are kids who are lonely quite often. They are kids on the margins of the social circles. So they're taking advantage of those kids. They're often kids who spend a lot of time on the internet and hear virtually no opposite viewpoints about why you never, never want to pursue homosexual or cross-gender behaviors or identities. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Let's keep friends proclaiming that truth. If you're just joining us, this is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio, and we're doing a quick tour of schools in Ohio and some of the unfortunately horrendous things that parents are reporting. Let's move to the Marysville schools. There's a mom that I know who has kids in the Marysville school, and she called me in her sixth grade child's science class in middle school. An obvious cross-dressing male came into their class as their substitute teacher. He was so outrageously dressed that the kids, basically all of their jaws just dropped as they watched this person take over their class. And he also was a really poor teacher. He had them access TikTok for most of the class. I guess they're desperate for substitute teachers in Marysville or something. Well, the mom called the school. I don't think she has yet gotten a satisfactory response, which would be, in my view, 
yes, sorry about that. We're never hiring a person like that to be in, in a class with your children. It's both incredibly immoral to promote a deviant cross-gender lifestyle. It's also incredibly unprofessional. So anyway, we'll keep you posted on that. We're coming up on a radical season, you know, friends, uh, during the spring, the homosexual and gender confusion agendas have a lot of visibility in the schools and in the larger culture with the April 22nd day of silence. Also, as we move toward June Pride Month, and a lot of schools will take this up, it should be called not pride, but shame season and repentance and restored direction through God's power. That would be the best thing to call June and the summer months with rainbows, but that probably will not be adopted as a theme this year. We will maybe have to wait until Jesus returns because people are tending to go this direction and embrace this foolishness of pride and stealing God's rainbow. But anyway, in the spring, the schools, the kids get a full dose of misinformation and propaganda. We've already seen a number of blatant pro-homosexual displays in school during this school year. Not only do these promote a deviant and high-risk lifestyle, also one that's sinful in God's eyes, they are discriminatory because they assume this is a positive thing, A. B, that it is healthy and safe, which none of it is. Homosexuality and gender confusion are high risk. And C, that there is no other viewpoint. Um, It's the conservative view that is the positive one. If we could get displays throughout the school, but that seldom happens. Well, in the Marymount schools, and that's down um, in the Cincinnati area. It's close into Cincinnati. It's even part of the Cincinnati Metroplex. Marymount schools seem to have a lot of homosexual activism going on there. They have safe space posters throughout the school. And of course, that's from the homosexual uh, viewpoint. Safe means, in their view, safe from any criticism about or objections to the open expression of these lifestyles. It's not safe from violence. It's not safe from uncivil and rudeness of actual bullying, which every school can prevent that without endorsing homosexuality or gender deviance. No, safe space from Glisten, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. These are the posters they have in Marymount. They promote homosexuality and gender deviance, and it's propaganda again that you are only safe, and you're only a really wonderful person, and you're only part of equity and uh, inclusion if you embrace these. No, these are harmful, deviant lifestyles, and they're immoral, and they continue to be immoral. In this school, apparently, there is one acceptable viewpoint that you would put this up in the hallway, and it's not traditional healthy moral values, and the kids then will learn quickly how they ought to respond in class, how they better answer all these surveys they're getting. Again, it's propaganda, it's manipulation, and it's discrimination because they're upholding one viewpoint and eliminating all others, including religious ones. Back up to Northeast Ohio, speaking of blatant displays, the Brunswick schools in Brunswick, Ohio, they had a huge hall display this past fall, followed by smaller displays in many of the classrooms on promoting, get this, the many different flags of the many different aspects of homosexuality, pansexuality, gender deviance. They all have their own flags. They they don't call it deviance. We call it that because that's 
put it accurately, is no one is ever born in the wrong sex body. Yeah, there are different colored flags. I, you probably didn't know this, and praise God that most people don't. Um, but now these kids do. They've been tutored in homosexual activism. Different colored flags represent each of these sinful identities and behaviors as if this is positive for kids to know about, as if this is worthy behavior to promote to kids. It's so manipulative. No, this is non-diverse, non-equitable, and exclusive. Kids know most of them. They're being lied to and confused deliberately. They will know because this will not feel right for most of them, but they'll be too afraid in these rigid, diverse, and inclusive schools to say anything. It's one more big lie. We're going to take a break now, and this is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We will continue with more about what's going on in the schools in Ohio after this break. Don't go away. Friends, have you heard this claim that critical race theory is not being taught in our schools? Well, that's not true. It most definitely is being taught in our schools. And we have an article on our website at missionamerica.com that lays out questions and answers about critical race theory and specifics about where it's being taught in schools in Ohio and throughout the country. If you want more information about that and our very popular school corruption and propaganda calendar, Go to missionamerica.com. And thank you so much for your prayers and support. Today's program is pre recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. The demonstrations aren't only about Mr. Floyd, they're about a pattern of violence against black people and a tendency for our suffering to go unnoticed. That's why Black Lives Matter is a rallying cry at these demonstrations. And that's from a video called Black Lives Matter Protests, produced by a social-emotional learning vendor called Brain Pop. They produce a lot of videos. This one is wildly objectionable because the beginning of it, it gives an actual pretty accurate overview of civil rights up to the present time. And then the cartoon character, a young black girl who's narrating this, quickly diverts over in with a very sober voice into basically saying, oh, but no, there's more to the story. She says, our suffering goes unnoticed. Really? I mean, what's the support for that? Is the support the continued misinformation that there's an epidemic of white policemen killing unarmed black people? That is untrue. There are a few incidents each year and they are addressed at the local level. There is not an epidemic. And this is the Black Lives Matter organization trying to raise money for itself. They're irresponsible. They're viciously anti-police. They're not in favor of law and order. They're not in favor of the peaceful protests that Martin Luther King wanted uh, and advocated. They're not in favor of judging people on the content of their character instead of the color of their skin. Black Lives Matter, the organization very much wants people to be judged on the color of their skin. And any teacher that puts that organization's logo and phrase up on their wall is endorsing that organization. They are anti-Christian. They are anti-American. They are anti-police. They are pro-discrimination based on skin color. They, They put out information that is marginally seditious for this country and very, very unhelpful. The Black Lives Matter organization is a bad group. 
The idea that Black Lives Matter, of course, is not, but all lives matter, and America has made progress, and we need to be teaching our kids this. And so now I'm reporting today on some of the outrageous things that are being taught to our kids in school. That video was shown to a fourth grade class in the Dublin city schools. Now, let me go back to some of what we were reviewing before, because so often lately, diversity, equity, and inclusion will embrace the LGBT identities and lifestyles as if there's only one viewpoint, as if these are positive instead of extremely high risk, very sinful behaviors and identities that most families are not going to be on board with teaching their children about. And children should never be led to embrace them as if they're like race. They're not inborn like race. No one is born this way. So you see these paired up all the time, the diversity, equity, and inclusion, the racial issue, and then they quickly will diversify over into the homosexuality and gender confusion issue. And one of the things that's happening is that in many of our schools, teachers are being directed to keep secrets from parents about a student's sexual orientation or gender expression while at school. So let me report to you a few of the items that I know about this. I think it's quite widespread if you look below the surface, but it is the policy at King's local schools. That's down near Cincinnati. They have a form called the Transgender Support plan, and they're not the only ones. This is a common form that schools are developing. It definitely has a space on there for allowing a student's newly adopted opposite sex identity expressed at school to be kept confidential from parents. And this is in the student's file. You know, this is becoming the standard. And unless parents speak out and expose this and pass policies against this practice, First of all, the school is exposing itself to lawsuits. There are now four well-publicized lawsuits around the country, uh, none in Ohio as yet, but we know this is going on where parents found out too late that their kids had been led down this path and counseled behind their backs at school. So a letter also went out uh, to Hilliard teachers recently, and I'm following up here from, remember the Hilliard-Davidson High School teacher training session from, again, the Kaleidoscope Youth Center that attracts 11-year-old children and up to come privately without their parents necessarily and learn about LGBTQ lifestyles. She gave one a, a speaker from Kaleidoscope named Amanda gave two different hour-long presentations to Hilliard-Davidson High School teachers. Well, a, a follow-up letter went out to Hilliard teachers from the assistant principal, who, by the way, signs his name afterwards with he slash him. In other words, his pronouns. He passed along this letter. Uh, Amanda asked that I pass along the following clarification based on a question she received toward the end of last week's session. So here's what Amanda says. The question centered on mandatory reporting versus the youth agency and confidentiality in the training. I want to clarify that mandatory reporting remains mandatory when you're talking about harm or intent to harm self or others. And in most cases, this is unrealistic related to an LGBTQIA identity. Now, let me just take a break here, not quoting from Amanda's letter. Teachers, healthcare professionals, people that deal with children, people in the justice system are mandatory reporters through the Ohio Revised Code. That is, if they suspect sexual molestation or abuse, they are required by law to report it. So she's following up because somebody must have asked the question in these trainings, what about us as mandatory reporters? And she's trying to distance 
a homosexual or gender-confused identity of a child expressed privately to a teacher from any need to maybe follow up and say, what's going on in this child's life? I'm still quoting now from Amanda. If the identity is a key part of the issue at hand, continue to keep in conversation with the student. We need to discuss this with the person for this reason. Don't out the student without their knowledge and don't fall into the trap of assuming every conflict ties back to an LGBTQIA plus identity. Whatever information might be shared, make sure it's on a need-to-know basis and that the student is part of these conversations that it's not done behind their back, unquote. In other words, parents, you don't really need to know. And teachers never, never think that this might be a child who might be being sexually approached by anyone. This is from Kaleidoscope that deals privately with children without their parents' knowledge. Hmm. Yes, let all these folks, teachers, youth centers like Kaleidoscope, should feel free to manipulate and indoctrinate and corrupt your children without your knowledge and pat themselves on the back that no harm is being done, no laws being broken, and nobody's going to really notice because it's all part of diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is a pile of you-know-what, folks, and the sad, sad thing is how many kids have suffered quietly and privately because of people like this. Friends, we have to speak out about this. This is totally wrong, what's happening with our kids. How many other school systems are doing the same? If you find out about it, please let us know. Also, go to protectohiochildren.net. There's a heat map there with lots of information and details about indoctrination happening, and it may be in your school system. There's over 100 school systems in Ohio listed there. And as always, go to our website, admissionamerica.com. Don't give up. Let's keep fighting this. There's too much at stake. And just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.